cool. Yeah, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Dillion. Uh, once again in Johannesburg at Father Coffee. I've been having the honor of speaking to an amazing creative fellow coffee lover. Even though she betrays and goes, drinks other things and eats other things. But anyway, and goes to other coffee shops. We're at Father Coffee on our Thursday, our first Thursday, uh, basically. Uh, I guess you introduce yourself. Welcome, Nina, to, to this amazing podcast. Thank you for having me, Dylan. Um, how are you today? I'm good, I'm good. I'm just tired. Yeah. Creating, you know. Were you so, shooting today? I uh, wasn't shooting, I was doing uh, planning uh, what to do on the August of month, since it's Women's Month. Eh? Okay. Uh, I guess let's start with, with, with the basics. Uh, what coffee are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I forgot to ask, guys. I'm drinking a, ba- a batch from Father. Always come and ask for a batch. It's always a special thing to have in Father. This, this is not an ad, by the way. This is just, <laughs> yeah. We just call it like coffee. Yeah. See, these this are real coffee people, not yes. you fake people out there. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so you say. So, what do you do? Who are you like? So, introduce yourself. Where were you born? What do you do for, for life, basically? Yeah. Um, I was born in SA, Johnsburg Hospital. Hey, uh, grew up in Zim. Uh, did my primary in Zim. Uh, I did my high school, half of my high school in Zim, and came back here when I was sixteen. I did my what is it? Grade nine, grade yeah. nine, ten, eleven. My matric here uh did graphic designing at boston media house uh, i got a buzzer yes so <laughs> i have to highlight that and right now what i'm doing i'm a boxer uh, i'm a graphic designer i'm a photographer i'm an activist uh, what else do i do yeah basically i'm a coffee lover but i love to say i'm a coffee ambassador hey because <laughs> i do that for a living too so I guess let's start with the most odd of them all, boxing. What got you into boxing and how long you've been doing it and stuff? Uh, it's a funny story. I got dumped, so that's how I got into boxing. Um, I had to lose weight. I had to lose weight because I was thinking maybe the girls don't want the weight, the fat girl type of vibe. So for me, it was to lose weight and yeah, get fit and then I started doing punching bags, pads, and my coach realized that I had good punches, so I started doing boxing. So it's been two years, two years doing boxing. Yeah, professional boxing. Yeah. yeah. And have you won fights? I mean, how many, how many knockouts? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I haven't had no knockouts, but I have like uh, two wins, uh, one draw, and one lose. Okay. Yeah. Who's this person that almost picked them up? Who do you, you lose to? <laughs> <laughs> this other colored girl from Limpopo. Hey, Maria. Hey, oh, she she really had me. Hey, so hey, shout out to Maria. <laughs> I mean, boxing is an is an interesting uh, extreme sport. It's painful. It is. Uh, I always wanted to do boxing, but I think I, can, I I don't think I can ever get the courage to do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, with female boxing, what's the female? What's the state of like boxing generally, particularly with female boxing? Is it a, is it is it a, like as big as people with like male boxing is in the world and stuff? No, it's not big. Uh, I feel like there's not much marketing or broadcast around female boxing, um, and I feel like we don't have a lot of funding in the in the boxing in the yeah. boxing industry, especially for females. 
and so it's not that big it's not that big especially in SA it's not that big and it's so crazy because we have the world champion in SA female female yeah SA. she's a world she went to to the states yeah and then she won the bout but there's no one who knows about it so it's few of us that know as in yeah. boxing you know so that's how little coverage we have as female boxers yeah uh, and and, and uh, what, what class are you? What weight class are you? I'm a lightweight. Oh, lightweight. Yeah. So are you, are you trying to go for a championship or what should you be expecting on that front? Yeah, I'm, I was thinking about going to championship but now I'm thinking of going to MMA. Yeah. Yeah, MMA. Okay, even more extreme. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of money in MMA. Hey? Yeah. So there's a, like opportunities there, you know. So maybe next year MMA. Yeah. I'm still deciding for... For the bouts, we'll see maybe September or this month, you know, since it's Women's Month yeah. and they care about us, so we'll see. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, let's, let's talk about Women's Month and all. So yesterday you were at the national shutdown and all. So how did that go? Uh, what, what, what was the expectation? Well, we know what the expectation was, but what was the response like? I mean, there was some skirmishes I guess. Talk to us about that. What what was the match about and everything? Um the ma the match was about what's happening around the country lately, like um, men killing women, raping, um the abuse, you know, around it. So I was happy to see every different type of woman in color, uh transgender, everyone there, lesbian. We didn't care. We were all there marching for one cause, you know, to end uh the abuse in this country, the killings and everything. Unfortunately, I don't know if the president came through, but I heard that the president came through. Uh after I left, I left. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, but still I don't know. There's a statement that our president said, it was, there's nothing that he can do about it. It's all up to women <laughs> to do to deal with this situation and everything. Yeah. So now it's back to square one. For me, it's, it seems like it's back to square one. Yeah. We need to fight this on our own. Yeah. Yeah, so, But at least we did do our part. If we were hurt, it's fine. I mean, uh... You, I'm sure you photographed when you were there and stuff. What, yeah. what, what were some of the more uh, pressing things that came out of it and stuff? I mean, it's, I mean, it's amazing to see some, so much solidarity, of course. But what, what were some of the outtakes for you personally, uh, generally, as, 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 a, as, a, as, a, as a female in this abhorring world and stuff? Uh, for me, it was like yesterday. You could literally go half naked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Half naked, uh, or naked. There were some women who were like literally naked. Um, there was a moment where we were, like sitting down in Victoria, like everyone was sitting down, and we started singing Sanzenina. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of women became so emotional, thinking about the people that have they they lost, you know. So that moment really caught me. I found myself crying in that moment, you know, and it was it was deep. So for me, it was like, number one, you could walk half naked for the first time in a life. Publicly, and yeah. Publicly, you know. And number two, that moment where everyone was sitting down, remembering all the people that have been taken by this, taken by yeah. this thing, you know, by this, I don't know if I can say demon or whatever, but yeah. It's men. I don't think we should even try and hide it. Men. <laughs> yes, men, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was 
really, really deep, you know. It was, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting time, an interesting space to be in, to, like, I've been trying to figure out, like, how can creative nestlings participate more actively yeah. around that because we're not immune because we are all, there are still men and women in those like in in, 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 in all genders in those spaces and stuff. So, but then how can parents take a, a more leading role, particularly in conversation with men, to try and understand why why the quickness, the violence? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, yeah, as much as we can talk to our fellow brothers, they like don't do that. Actually, that's not right. It's like, how do you? Get to them basically, and I, I don't like know. More talking, more talking, more social networks. I don't know. I feel like more talking, more, more visuals. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like that's the only thing right yeah. now. You know, you talk to your brother, you talk to your, you know, your son. You know, yeah. it starts by raising your son how to treat women. Uh, we talk to each other. You yeah. know, because you know, yeah. But, it, uh, but I, I mean, it's quite strange because, I mean, when you look at history and stuff, most, like, a, a big number of men that are committing some of these crimes are, were raised by women and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's always interesting. It's like, okay, so is, is, is it more about raising or is it just a general trigger in men that we need to be really looking at the toxic, like, uh, the toxic masculinity and stuff? Is it something that you can prevent whilst you're raising a person, or is it just lack of education when people are older? I, don't I think know. it's lack of education and ego, ego stroke, you know. Yeah. And I feel like peer pressure also. Yeah. For, for what for peer pressure? What causes the person to murder a person by yeah. peer pressure? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think some dudes just make excuses and say it's peer pressure, but I, I think I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Then it's like, uh, for an example, if you approach a lesbian woman, yeah, and he says. No to you, and you go back to your friends, and then yeah. they laugh at you somehow. So you're trying to prove your manhood, you know, by raping and yeah. killing or something like that. And you sh- somehow, you, maybe you feel better after that. I don't know, yeah. but I feel like it's ego struck, peer pressure, and I don't know. It's a crazy world. Isn't it? it is a crazy world. Guys, please do better. Please. Let's do better. Please. Uh, yeah, and just try and figure out a, a, a more amicable way of dealing with. I guess, like you say, we don't talk enough uh, yeah. proper information. We talk too much shit, not enough life things. I think I that's the point. You, yeah, we, you guys, you don't talk enough. It's all about, hey, I just want to <laughs> do this to this girl, you know? Yeah. And you'll be like, yeah, go for it. And that time it's like a rape talking, yeah. you know? So. I think also understanding what rape is, it's, I think men need to, need to try and really understand that properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we don't do enough of. What, what does consent really look like? I think that's where it comes to educating. Yeah. That's where it comes to educating and talking. I think as creators also we start doing more content around that. More, because also like other things, like, I think we tend to try and show the gruesome imagery and stuff, which, I mean, we tend to shy away from and say, oh, okay, okay, that's not me, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But you could be doing something that, that is remote, that, that is close to that, that is making a person uncomfortable. I think we need more, different kind of messages and different layers to it and thing. I think there's just too much of the aggressive yes. I guess I get I get where it comes from from the anger. But I guess we need to really start because some I think sometimes it's a pattern that people don't realise up until it's too late. So we should leave the even the little micro I micro, microaggressions, you know, mm-hmm. calling calling out a girl on the street and all yes, this stuff. Yes, the names the names and all this stuff. I guess yeah. that's where you start that, that ownership and that mentality kinda of begins there. That's where level comes. Uh, yeah. if you guys know level, the funny chef. 
uh, she's been doing a video treatment yeah. how they treat you so it's like uh, yeah she's asking men out yeah. like how men ask us out like it's yeah. you think you're beautiful for yeah. yeah. say and everything <laughs> like that you know yeah. so it's for me those videos I look at guys, they're so uncomfortable. Yeah. So do you see how you guys make us feel? If you guys are feel comfortable, so this is how we do. Yeah. So check out Funny Chef, you're gonna see the video. Yeah. yeah. And, and and with your work or as a photographer, content creator and stuff, how's that going? How are you making a living out of that stuff? Um I make a living out of doing like events. I'm mostly like events, you know. Um, and photo shoots mostly. I haven't been posting lately, and yeah, yeah that's one of my downfalls, which I've learned when we're doing your what do you call the talks that you need to put your work out there. Oh, yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was the, who? the photographer who was like, you need to put your work out there. Don't be afraid. For oh, justice. Yeah, justice. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, me, I've been afraid to put my work out there, thinking um. Someone's gonna steal, or someone's gonna do this. But uh, I'm creating more content. I'll be posting more content. Uh, and since yesterday, I've been inspired to do something about it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's cool. It's good to see to get an impact and stuff. It does. It does. I mean, what, what kind of photography are you into? I'm more like a storytelling person. Um, I kept a moment mostly, like when I go to events, I'm not just like a pose yeah. vibe photographer. So it's more like a storytelling. Right now, I just finished the series called Depressed Depression. Uh, I posted it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has more retreats and everything <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. I'm yeah. a depressed soul, so I needed to, to tell a yeah, yeah, tell a story, you know. And for me to get DMs from kids saying, "Wow, you're also depressed. We thought you had, yeah. you were clean and perfect." So it was inspiration. It was motivating to other kids that you know like, you can deal with depression. Yeah. You know, you're not suffering from depression. Yeah. You deal with depression. You know, so my pictures, I need my pictures to tell a story. You know, to see that we also suffer from those situations as creative people. Don't see the nice life on Instagram and think we have it That's all. That's it, yeah. yeah. So my pictures of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's quite interesting that we don't we don't see enough. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I think people just look too much into Instagram and think that's everything. I think that's kind of a... Because like, I always tell people, well, I'm broke. And then they see you drinking coffee and then you're like, wait, how can you broke drink coffee? I'm like, but that's that's also being broke, you know? That's, that's all I have and all this stuff. And people don't seem to understand that. And they expect you to be living it up or whatever. Yeah, they think you like a cheese bar. Yeah. Everything. For me, since I love coffee, sometimes I get invited by this coffee shop. Yeah, to, to drink, Okay, yeah. come through. Come through and drink our coffee. We have this new blend, and they're like, "Wow, Nino, you live in life." So we didn't have this. Oh, you're coming from a rich family. Guys, I don't come from a rich family. <laughs> My mama, she's a waitress. She's still a waitress. I'm yeah. still doing that thing. So yeah. So for me, it's just I'm this person. I'm a creative person. I'm a boxer, graphic designer. Yes, I might have it all in my life, but there are other issues like depression yeah. that I suffer from, and you know. And being able to provide you for your family, all those little all things, those little and, stuff. things yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I guess we all don't go through the same problems. We all that we're just on different journeys. 
and we just need to respect that. Instagram is not everything, guys. Please stop the nonsense. Yes, it's not. It's not. If you, some of us, if you, if, if you see us traveling, it means either you get like someone's paid for the flight, they didn't give you money for food. <laughs> you <laughs> you know? get breakfast for free. And that's about it. And then you, the guys, crunch you on your own sense for everything else. You know? And you need to have a good uh, camera quality, guys. iPhones, hey. <laughs> you know? And then you take the pictures, and you guys think it's a it's a million dollar move. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's not budget. It's not, it's not, it's not. We're it's not. real people. So, with your design work, uh, you're focused on graphic design. Like, we went to study, how was that studying, and then the reality of coming into the design world and stuff? The studying was good. Um, I feel like I've been wanting to do graphics. I've been uh, at, uh, at golf since uh, high school and everything. But now coming out in the world where you want to look for a job as a graphic designer, it's it's hard because most of the companies are looking for five years experience, ten years experience, and you're like, but I'm still fresh from you know from from university. Where I'm, I'm gonna get this five years and ten years experience? It's still hard even now, but you know, as a freelancer, you just have to like hustle to get clients to do you know small things you know small things do help you grow as a person don't what do you call it? don't look down at small orders you know someone saying can you please uh, design a poster for me i'll pay you just design the poster build your portfolio and you know somehow is this one of those experiences that you have to have you know? yeah. yeah and with studying do they teach you the business side of this world or I know a lot of people complain that there's not there's not there's enough no, education. Yeah, there's no business side of the world. You just have to learn by yourself and find someone who who's gonna teach you. Like, okay, you can be a freelancer and still make money out of that. Because at the business world, it's all about if you finish, we're gonna help you find a job in this company. But still, they won't even help you find that job in the company. So they don't. That's interesting. I mean, so what, what do you think is missing then in the creative industry uh, to, to mitigate that? What, 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 I mean, for you, what do you think are the biggest challenges right now you're facing in the creative industry and uh, what do you think can be done about those things? I think uh, for business, business money, I think we need to, I think, educate people how to handle their business, like financial, like mostly like financial. I won't mention names, like literally now, there are like a couple of people that don't want to pay, you know, artists or creative and everything. You deliver the work yeah. and next thing you don't get paid. So I feel like we need an angle for that, for like all of us, you know, angle. Or we're going to say 80% out front and then I do your job. Someone needs to give us a signal on how to handle that part, you know. We really are struggling in that, you know. So, I feel like we need to be educated by that financially, how to handle those things. And contracts and, yeah, contracts and everything. I mean, that, that's very true. The, the main challenge is to the business world, side of the creative industry, and not enough education around that. And then, we, we, I mean, you've been in, in a couple of hubs. We won't mention names, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what do you think, what, 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 with all the hubs that are being built, particularly in Johannesburg, what do you think are, are the challenges with all these hubs and 
they have role in the creative industry and stuff. Are they really helping, or do you feel like it's just not working out right now? It's not working out right now. Hey, like, it's not because you're losing a lot. Let's say you had like a plan for the for that for that money or something like that. How are you gonna get it? Yeah. So let's say maybe you invested a lot in that project because you were expecting that you're gonna get paid for that. And then you're gonna gain for that money, and you're losing a lot. So it's not helping. So what do you think the hubs need to like all these hubs around us are should be doing? What do you need as a creative right now? Is it equipment? Is it tools? Or what is it? More workshops or what? Um, I think it's tools, more workshops. Um, I feel like we need someone who can represent. Uh, I won't say an agent or something, because now the agents will ask, but I think someone who's going to be like, you need to pay a certain person. We need like workshops or what do you call this? Like something like CCMA or whatever. Or like a union A yeah, union boo, yeah, that I could go through and like, okay, I did this, I delivered this. Yeah. Uh, this person didn't, you know, Deliver pay. their part. And I feel like. As creative, we always like on this thing contracts. Yeah. Yeah, we love verbal argument, hey. Yeah. We love it, and then we get screwed up. So we need that. We need to learn all these things. How to create a contract? Yeah. Workshops. That's interesting. So the, the, the same challenges we had six years ago are still present. <laughs> And yeah, there needs to be now solutions and stuff. Uh, I mean, it's something I'm working on, trying to figure out like how do you, with the membership program, how do you, when you relaunch, when we try and relaunch it again, how do we do that better with more direct resources? I think we, we were too, too much chasing spaces, more than direct resources and stuff, and direct tools and all this stuff, and community and stuff. I mean, what, what is Johannesburg like for you uh, as, as a creative industry, culture, whatever, creative city? What do you think, what, what, what do you see is happening? What's exciting for you? What's missing and all this stuff? Um, I feel like what's missing mostly, I'm going to say for women. Yeah. I feel like we have a lot of doors shut down on us. And it's bad if you don't have connects. Yeah. If you don't have connects and everything. So um, I want to fight, but let me just fight for that space as a creative, as a photographer. If I go to you and say I want to do an exhibition, you will just like, okay, cool, this is what you need, this is what you need. Not give me a bad, but you're a woman, would you handle this? Um, do you have audience for this? Do you, you know, you know, criticizing my work and everything? But if a male comes to you, you be like, oh, okay, cool, let's do it. When when you want it, you know, you're not criticizing anything, you know. You just hundred percent behind the person. So yeah. as a woman, I feel like uh, as creative, we we not being accepted. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. I feel like as a queer too, yeah. uh, we don't have so much exposure. We don't. Yeah. You're being judged by your appearance. More than anything. The minutes where you walked in, they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, here comes a lesbian. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and what do you think of the current platforms that are currently available towards, I mean, Bubblegum Club is doing a lot of work around that, like giving more more access and exposure. Do you think that's, of course, it's need for more, but do you think that, then, like, that's not enough? Or what, what do you think? 
I think it's not enough. Yeah. It's not enough. They need to make noise. I feel like yeah. they really, really need to make noise about it. And yeah, it's not enough. I wouldn't say anything. It's not enough. It frustrates me. <laughs> so yeah. So I guess so I guess more platforms are needed to be created that are more poised and more blatant. I guess. Yeah. The thing is, you know. You guys only care about us when it's August, so the vibe is like late yeah. and everything. I could approach. No, I talk to you every day. What are you talking about? I know, I don't, know. Don't point I fingers know. at me. Hey, if, if I say all men are trash, I'm putting you in, even though I. Know I, I get it. Trash. I get Thank it. You so I'm much. trash too. <laughs> so, if I approach any gallery or anything, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, 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 come through, come through, come through." Yeah. Yeah. Month. What about September? What about October, November? You yeah, know, that's January. Yeah. January, you know, any other issues? So I'm just what I'm saying. They're not doing enough. Yeah. If they could continue September, October, November, even next year, I'll be like, okay, but I see you doing it. So now. I guess it's more talking and. Uh, yeah. That's in, I mean, sometimes like it's like that when you are a, a, like a black person generally. Yeah. Too much tokenism. It's like we gotta. <laughs> we, I don't know. It's like we gotta create our own systems and industry. I don't know. That's yeah, we need opinion. to. We need to. We need to create more systems, more connects. You know, yeah. if I come to you, you connect me to someone. And yeah. It seems like that's how Jobic works. You need to have connect in order for you to get shit done. You know. Also, you need cred, like street cred. Yeah, I, I, like people here are all about the street cred. Thank you. More than the work than anything else. So if I say I know Dylan Perry, they're like, oh, okay, come through. Okay. But then you ask them what does Dylan do, they don't know. This, that's always the problem. It's like names are more important than the work. It's like going to a coffee shop and like yeah. I'm the coffee photographer. Like, oh yeah, we see you. You know, yeah. free breakfast. <laughs> But with the coffee talk, I mean, let's talk about that. Is there, is there a plan to turn that into a publication? Because you traveled. I mean, you you've traveled. You've shot a lot of work and all. Is there some sort of besides Instagram? Is there, is there more coming along or video series? Um, or? There's more coming along. You know, um, I'm thinking of doing coffee with Nino, like coffee with Nino, but it's yeah. a different uh, form of it. For me, it's gonna be focusing on women. Yeah. But mostly like a queer woman yeah. around it, so it's, uh, it's me talking to a few queer women about our issues in our community, like yeah. depression, uh, the hate crimes, the queer abuse, like we yeah. abuse each other, uh, entrepreneurship, how to get there, you know, um, different type of women, you know. Yeah. That's where I want to create the book, like I was telling you about right now. Yeah. Uh, trying to inspire our queer babies. Yeah. I love queer, queer babies, like a 16-year-old who wants to be a photographer, you know. Yeah. They can look up to me, like, oh, there's Nino, she did this, she did this, you know. Someone wants to be a graphic designer, there's a queer women yeah. out there that can look up to, because I feel like we don't have that, that platform as queer women. There are successful queer women who are doctors. So we don't have those opportunities, like, gay guys, gay guys, they're flourishing, guys. They're using this <laughs> platform right so i'm um, that's my aim is for the coffee coffee with nina do talks yeah. do events around it let's have breakfast but still talking about our issues happening yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Anything else you working on you want to share with people? No, just look out for Instagram. <laughs> uh, it's my personal Instagram, Nino Coffee, and I'm going to drop a lot of content this month. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be hectic. It's yeah. one of the 
it's close to home. It's one of the projects that I want people to talk talk about. I'm working with Ama Creative, some guy, a photographer. So it's based on black masculinity lesbians. Because you know, I feel like people don't talk about us, the black masculinity lesbians in this country. So yeah, I'll just say that. You know, the book still working on it. Might be next year, <laughs> might be two years, but yeah, it's on the pipeline. And a short film. Yeah. Yeah. It's end of August. We drop in at end of August. Yeah, I guess more traveling and stuff. Yeah, more traveling, more even exercising. Guys, I'm more on healthy. I'm a healthy freak too. And yeah, boxing. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see again. Like I said, check my Instagram. Yeah. It's Nino at Nino Coffee. Thank you very much for doing this podcast. It's gonna be big soon. Don't worry, guys. It will be. It will be. <laughs> I just need to stop being lazy at it. But thank you guys for listening and follow Nino on her social media. Just search for Nino photographer, Coffee. Nino Coffee. Coffee. I think coffee photographer. Coffee photographer. Coffee photographer. Yeah. Coffee also. and then the top. Yeah. <laughs> on the gram, I'll post. I'll post links and all the stuff and follow her work and activities and stuff. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.